has rung and the Cassock Club is really feeling like they've been punked. Are they happy about that? Yes, yes, yes. Even if they weren't, what could they do? Maybe cover their feelings by running away to Soho. Okay, I think that covers everybody. From the East Coast, and with his regular shout-out to Britt Baker, DMD, it's me, the Reverend Matt Rhodes. From the West Coast, it's our Hollywood host, the Reverend Michael Sadov. And from the Gulf Coast, the third part of our Trinity and our moderator, the Reverend Worth Stewart. Yes, 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 yes. Guys, how we doing? All good, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, we got a big, big weekend, right? Big weekend, oh, yeah. all out. Uh, all out is on Sunday evening, um, and it is uh, an action-packed card. Um, and let me tell you, I'm excited. You guys excited for it? I know oh, you I'm, are. I'm ready now for the return of the Golden Cincture to its home, to where it rightfully belongs. It's been... It's just been too long away from where it deserves to be. The great state of Alabama. I agree with you, Michael. Um, well, good it's all point. about you this weekend. No, it's not. No, it's not. What is uh, Alabama's what, a 20-point favorite? Is that right? I think it's 17. Oh, it's gone down. That's right. Because De'Aaron King's wow. coming. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can tell you one thing. Um, Nick Saban is not afraid of De'Aaron King. He should be. And you never uh, know. You know, a, a great Miami alum, the one Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. He might lace him back up. I think he's probably decidedly out of eligibility. Drop the people's but, elbow on Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see that. And if that Nick Saban's work, pretty wily. And if that doesn't work, we could get The Rock's twin that apparently is a law enforcement officer in Alabama. Yeah, that's right. In in uh, Morgan County, which is one county over from me in Madison County. Yeah, uh, I saw it um, the other day. Yesterday, I was driving on the interstate and saw a Morgan County Sheriff's officer. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is fake rock. <laughs> um, but I couldn't I couldn't see him. But anyway, um, man, so action packed card for all out. There is uh, a ton of different matches. The match styles are, are all over the place, which is really, really cool. Is this the biggest pay-per-view in AEW history, you think? Most important? That's a good Possibly. question. It's a good question. Possibly, but I something. I, I think maybe the first uh, Double or Nothing was was with Moxley debuting. Was, mm. you know, that was the very first one that people had to look at. So maybe that, but this is definitely the most anticipated one in a long time. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? Oh, I agree. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, it's certainly, I've loved all the AEW pay-per-views, but this is the one I've been most stoked about. And then looking at the card a while ago, I am I see one match that I'm kind of like, yeah, all right. But I mean, top to bottom, with the exception of that yeah. one match, everything is just going to be phenomenal, I think. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Um, I think I I think it is the most important pay per view up to this point for them. Think about how high the stakes are. No pun intended. Um, for all their gambling um, pun pay per views, but I think 
I think that the stakes are incredibly high for this one. Um, you have all the hype behind CM Punk's first entering action in seven years. Um, is he going to be the same? Is he going to be able to, you know, is he going to be able to go? I mean, everybody thinks he very likely will. That's a right? real question. That's a real question. Um, I mean, I don't know if I remember in the media scrum, someone asked him if he had been working out and how he's been getting back in ring shape. And he said, I haven't really been doing that. Uh, but we know he does like MMA and, and practices and all that kind of stuff. So he's not like a fat slob out of shape kind of thing. Well, he's been um, doing that show heels. So he's yeah. been wrestling. And yeah. I think and, that's part of, right. But I mean, in between of, takes, that's part of punk's, you know, persona. Yeah. I, I'm not writing this promo. I'm not practicing to wrestle. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, no, nah, you got to believe he has been, um, and I don't think he would come back if he if he didn't think he could do it, right? Exactly, so, exactly. Um, and I would wager, I, it may not be Vince, but I guarantee you, Hunter or Bruce Pritchard or somebody is going to be watching this because I'm sure they got to be a the little on edge up in Stanford. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Vince probably won't. Vince is probably never mind. Um, <laughs> Let's just get into it because I think I think we're ready. I think we're ready to go. Uh, Matt, you got the card for us. Uh, you're also the reigning defending um, Golden State champion. Not no, defending? no, reigning and pseudo semi defending. I think um, this is his first defense. Oh, it is his first defense. Oh yeah, well, he's defending it now. I basically now. I basically pulled a CM Punk. I won the title and then left. <laughs> <laughs> and then left. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The the spinner cincture. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's jump in. Uh, let's start with the uh, twenty-one woman casino battle royal. Mm. Are I we... like this. I like this match. I like how they've given the women a, a casino battle royal because they haven't done that yet, right? I don't think they have. I don't think they have either. either. Also, it got moved from the buy-in to the main card because of the Andrade Pac match being postponed. So, um, so that's that's gonna be fun to watch. Um, What's on the buy-in? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I don't know what's on the buy-in, but um, so who we're gonna pick the winner and then a bonus point if we guess the surprise entrant. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, that's always good. Um, all right, so I think the winner is going to be Thunder Rosa. Mm. And the surprise entrant is going to be Ruby Soho. Insert. A.K.A. Awesome. Ruby Riot, A.K.A. Ruby Soho. Who, by the way, <laughs> has a great new song. Heidi Lovelace, yeah. Let's give that. I was gonna say now a new uh, Ruby Soho song out that's kind of catchy and kind of earwormy. Yeah, yeah, it's not new; it's an old song. But oh, new to me. Uh, oh, new to you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my prediction. What do y'all think? What do you think, Michael? Okay, I am gonna go with Julia Hart. To win it. Wow. Julia Dark Horse Hart. pick. I think they, they had a little bit of a of a tease on Dynamite. 
and uh, I could see her break away from from Britt for this title shot. But I don't think the reason I think that is because I don't think that title's coming off Britt anytime soon. It's not, not they're not okay. ready for, for the Thunder Rosa match yet. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I, it's Ruby Soho. Like she's it's Ruby Soho's time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got to be. And I'm going really dark. I'm going really dark horse. I'm picking Red Velvet to win. You know, I don't hate that pick. I don't hate yeah. it. And so the winner, I, the winner is the number one contender. Is that right? What? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hmm. So I'm going with Red Velvet, and I I got to go with you guys. It's uh, Soho as the surprise yeah. entry, which at this point I think is going to hardly be a surprise. Right. <laughs> Apparently, because <laughs> we're all predicting it. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why should it be like uh it'll it'll be um Miro's wife? Oh Lana? Oh yeah. Lana. Lana, yeah. Yeah, CJ her, Perry. Her, her ninety days is up. It is, yeah. It could be. Could very well be. Um I also wouldn't be surprised if Ruby Soho wins it. And but, uh, but, and but they, then do you ever get beat? Uh, you put on an incredible match and then have her get beat. Right. I think she could take it. I think it's like Thunder Rosa, um, who gets beat and I don't think Thunder Rosa's lost to Britt Baker yet. I thought she had. She has. Uh, has she? Yeah. I don't remember. Thunder Rosa won the, Thunder Rosa won the, the crazy hardcore match, right? Yeah. That's what I thought was the only time they fought. Oh, I thought they had fought one more time. Apparently, I pay really close attention. Uh, yeah. uh, there's just so much going on, you know? So much great wrestling on AEW. It's hard to keep up. Uh, moving right along, um, what's the next match on the card? Uh, <laughs> this is the one that I'm just wondering why they're even doing it. Paul White versus QT Marshall. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the eh match. Um It'll be fun to see Big Show get the win and have his moment. And then he and Billy Gunn can feud on Dark. And it'll be a great main event match on AEW Dark. I was kind of shocked by the Gun Club turn on Dynamite. But also, like, why? I don't I don't understand. Is it just so that the old, the old guys can work with each other and they, they have, need something for, for have something for both of them? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, very well. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's Paul White, obviously, uh, is going to win. Yeah, um, and I, I agree. Yeah. And I wonder, I feel like there's going to be some shenanigans with the gun club coming in and, and helping out the factory or whatever they're called. Uh, and then someone will come to the rescue for Paul White, and we don't know who that is. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And I had, I do that have. That better not be. Sorry, go ahead. We'll get yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to say, I got to go back. I went to the uh, Google machine here, and uh, the unsanctioned lights out match was uh, Thunder Rosa over Britt. And yeah. Was right. That was the only time. I was thinking there was another match somewhere that Britt had oh. won. But, uh, okay. Let well, the fair record show. I'm right again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that was also before Britt was champion, though, right? I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, and if anybody, 
thinks that we're missing something very obvious, just tweet at us at Casa Club and we will take it under advisement. Yeah, we love being told we're wrong. So. <laughs> this happens often. Yeah. I was going to say, in my life, it would not be the first time. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's uh, okay, though. Next match. And I'm kind of in, in, really interested in this one. John Moxley and Satoshi Kojima. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Moxley by 10 million. Yeah, I think Moxley goes over, but I think they put on like a crazy, good, strong style match um, where they just beat the crap out of each other and do all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. It'll be good. Moxley is, is going to be the Miami Hurricanes, and it's going to be... Don't, don't, don't. Like a drum. Don't. And uh, mark it down. Call your friends about it. Man, Let them know. I, I can't wait to win by 40 <laughs> at least it's, it's gonna be great it's gonna be really awesome oh lord uh now here's the match where you know if she doesn't show up in the uh uh casino battle royal she may have a role in this and it's miro and eddie kingston oh yeah this would be a great spot for lana to come to join up i don't this is kind of a weird matchup isn't it i mean it's it's like the the monster that is miro and like the street fighter that is eddie kingston um i I don't i don't really know i I gotta think miro probably retains here uh yeah i'm gonna go miro bet you mike yeah look god's favorite champion I gotta, you know, as, as a casting club member, I gotta respect that. So, mm, yeah, and, you know, I I don't think it's time to take it off uh, Miro yet, and this yeah. Kingston hasn't had a, you know, a, a big enough story or move for me yet. But maybe that's the shock of the night, right? He, you know, he has been pretty made, uh, pretty uh, prime placed and pushed throughout the last few weeks. So maybe. You all may remember way back in the 90s when Sherry Martell came Michael out in a match remember. that Sting had against Flair, and she said, I want a real man who can win me the title. And mm-hmm. she came out with Sting and then stabbed him in the back and went with Flair. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see Lana do that and go with Eddie and have Eddie win the match because Lana does something to... <laughs> That would actually be pretty awesome. Screw Miro. Wow, you're reaching you're reaching back into the vault on that one. (laughs) I'm going with Eddie on this match. Whoa. Wow. Lana debut as well. Man. I don't know about that, but it'd be fun to watch it happen, that's for sure. Well, it's the wild cards that got booking. Yeah. (laughs) It's the wild cards that got me the cincture, and it's the wild cards that are gonna keep it. (laughs) That's... <laughs> what's next man? oh man i'm so stoked for this match young bucks and the lucha brothers oh man in a cage yeah you know this is going to be a banger of a match it's, it's gonna be crazy people are gonna it's... be jumping off the cage and doing all sorts of shenanigans it's amazing how awesome those matches are anytime they're together like i i, I think it'll if for the sad fact that Pac and Andrade aren't happening, I think it'll be match of the night. And, you know, having uh, 
now sort of become a kin and, and found a home base in the Republic de Lucha, the Lucha Bros store out here in Pasadena. I think it's time. I think the Lucha Bros finally get the recognition they deserve and walk off with the AEW tag team titles. Wow. I don't think they do. I think, I think the Young Bucks win. Uh, but I think it's a crazy match. I think somehow, some way, they find a way to cheat their way into a victory. There's a world where I see Andrade come in and help the Bucks or help the Lucha Bros win to keep kicking off this, like, you should be with me, not with Pac, he let you down. Uh, that happens. But I think. You know, I think it's time. I think it's time for the Lucha Bros. I think they take it. Matt, what do you think? I've gone back and forth so much on this since we decided we were going to cover the card. I mean, I think it's time. But do we have more fun with a feud that runs a little bit longer between the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers? And then it culminates at another pay-per-view down the road where the Luchas get it then. I... I don't know. I because of that, I got to go with the Bucks because I think you could have some fun with like just the two teams going at each other for a bit. Now that the tag team tournament's behind us and you know, shift focus a little bit, so I'm going with the Bucks. But man, it was a tough pick because I could really go either way on it. Yeah, well, I, li- I like that because here's here's what you got to also remember: you got LAX. That's just finished off with FTR. That's just proud, proud and powerful. Uh, they'll always be LAX. But uh, then, you know, you have the, uh, you know, Jurassic Express out there. You have all these tag teams, best friends, Trent's going to be coming back, that aren't really doing anything. The Bucks are have a central story that has nothing to do with the tag belts. And they got to deal with the ghost of Adam Cole coming back. <gasps> you don't think bum, bum, bum. And that ghost is going to have a lot to do with the Bucks? I think it's time they, they lose those titles and they keep up the story that doesn't need the titles anymore. Um, so we'll see. But Lucha Bros, we're going to celebrate at the Republic de Lucha on Monday. Well, <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. You mentioned Andrade coming out as your wild card thing, possibly, and helping... Uh, the Lucha Brothers. Flip side, do you think maybe this is where we see Adam Cole come out and cost them the match somehow, where he he rises from the dead and appears at the edge of the cage? That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I am I am partial though. I think I'm hold, holding out hope that he'll debut in New York. I think that is like poetic, but I wouldn't be mad. I definitely wouldn't be mad. Yeah, who knows. Uh, I'm excited to see him come in when he does, though. And next, we've got my favorite, Britt Baker, DMD versus Chris Statlander. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I think... uh, Go ahead, Matt. Sorry. I was just going to say, not because I have a personal favorite here by any stretch, but I just don't (laughs) see what Statlander wins or Statlander winning accomplishes at this point. I think they want to make her look good for sure. I think they're building her up probably to be the next big thing. 
which I think she has the she has the look for it. She has the skill set for it. Um, they're kind of I think this is going to be to build her up to kind of hover around uh, the the tier below champion uh, for a while. So uh, I'm going to go Britt Baker, but I think Chris Statlander looks awesome. Oh, it's going to be a great match. They'll play her up definitely. Yeah, I think Statlander should be champion one day. Um, and I think she is, she's up there with, with the rest of them, but nobody's stopping the freight train that is Britt Baker right now. Yeah, very true. Next up, we've seen it before and we'll see it again. Chris Jericho and MJF. Man, this feud never ends. I got to say. It really doesn't. I mean, yeah. I love Jericho, you know, but come on, let's do something else. I'm I'm pretty over this. Yeah. Uh and I I don't know why like I obviously you guys know I love Chris Jericho and I'll watch any match he's in, but to me it just feels like one too many. Like going to the well one too many times. And they put the stipulation on it where if Jericho loses he'll never wrestle in AEW again. Which, I, I don't know. I it it I, it doesn't really make me that much more interested in it. That to um, me almost made it less interesting because it's like, well, then Jericho's gonna win. Yeah. Like I don't. If if they had just left it, like, all right, you know, we'll figure out who the better man is, and you know, you did the five labors and all this stuff. I don't know that it needed this added element, but I think, yeah, I don't think Jericho's never going to wrestle in AEW again. Well, it's not even, it's like a half loser leaves town match. Right. Like the, the, the reason why a loser leaves town match stipulation is exciting is because whoever loses has to leave. Yeah. But like if MJF loses, he doesn't have to leave. It's it's just a one, it's a one-sided stiff that doesn't really do much. Jericho, Jericho hasn't beaten him. Like in right. a long time. Um, yeah. All right. So, what do we think, Jericho? Yeah, I'm gonna go Jericho um, too. Yeah, Jericho. But I'm gonna throw in an odd little thing. I wonder if this is where Wardlow turns on MJF. Mm. Oh yeah, they've been kind of building that for a while, right? This would be a good time um, to pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Do we it's think a match, uh, it's a match that MJF feels like he shouldn't even have to be in anyway? Right. Right. Is the hmm. is the inner circle done? I don't think so. Are they? Maybe they are. Maybe they I mean they kind of really haven't done much together recently, right? Um and I've heard that Jericho like this is a while back, but I've heard that Jericho wanted a break, maybe, and so maybe he loses and just does commentary now and only wrestles in like Japan and Maybe every now and then an impact or something. I, I don't know. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I mean, he doesn't need to be the star, the flag bearer of AEW anymore, right? No. I feel like that's probably punk and... And and friends. And <laughs> punk and friends. Yeah. Um, so maybe he, maybe he does lose and is done. I don't know. And I'm sure he wants to tour with Fozzie again. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. It, it's, 
I, I'm not very interested. In, like, I, I have kind of a meh feeling about it. But I could kind of see it going either way now that I'm talking myself into Jericho losing a little bit. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's... I, what do you think, Matt? Well, I'm, and I'm trying to think, too, if MJF wins, then who do you put him against if you kill this feud now and Jericho does stop wrestling? Who do you put MJF with? If you have Jericho win this, then for his char- for MJF's character, it's this big gut punch, and he's going to turn into this self-obsessed, as if he's not self-obsessed already, but uh, self-obsessed, I mean, it just push him off the edge and just, you know, then you've got the opportunity of him just doing random stuff and pulling other people into programs with him. But if he wins, then, you know, what do you do with him then? Well, there's another pretty self-obsessed guy out there who everybody likes right now, but would be really good on the mic versus him, which would be CM Punk. You know, I think I've talked myself into Jericho losing. I'm going to change it to MJF winning. Wow. Changing, changing my pick to MJF winning. How about that? There we How go. How about that? We're allowed to do that, right? We're allowed to change. Oh, yeah. Change picks. Oh, yeah. 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 Good. Good, good, good. Interesting. All right. What's, what's next? Well, speaking of the aforementioned CM Punk, it's Punk and Darby Allen. Ooh. This is the one that is the hardest for me. I really want this to be a really great match. Yeah. It needs to be. It needs to be. They need to knock it out of the park. So here's... Um, so yeah, you, go ahead, Matt. So do you begin to build Darby, which they've been doing for a while. I mean, they gave him a long run as TNT champ and winning some matches that he really shouldn't have won. Do you continue to build him and have him lose, but have it be one of the matches of the night and he comes out just looking phenomenal? Or does Punk come in after seven years and immediately put somebody over? It's a good question. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if if Punk puts uh, puts him over. Um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked about it. He's he's been very vocal about um, about you know, naming the, the young talent and not the old guys. He's been very vocal about, you know, putting over the, the younger folks, um, in the company. Cause that's who's a, who he's excited to, to, you know, be matched up with and, and go up against and work with. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 I can't really decide. I'm, I think I'm just going to say CM Punk because that's what I want to see. Um, that's what I'm going to go with. But I think 2.0 will get involved. I think all of that stuff will happen. They're kind of just kind of ripe for the picking on that end. First match in seven years in Chicago. He's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to make Darby look really good. Yeah. And now that Darby doesn't have Daddy Sting with him, uh, there's there's going to be an opening for like, you know, kid, you 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 go like crazy, but I I can help mentor you along the way too. 
Hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, it, it also makes sense that if, if for punk to lose, uh, to put Darby over and say, you know, it's been seven years. I'm still, I'm getting my, my, you know, legs back under me, but I just don't seven years in Chicago. He's walking out with the bars and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get a certain member? Do you get a certain member of the dark order involved? Perhaps. The Dark Order? Cole Cabana. Nah. Uh, well, that'd be funny. But I don't even yeah, if it's just even if it's just to come out to the top of the ramp. <laughs> to to distract punk. Yeah. I you know what would be uh you know what would be really funny? A funny way to go about this. If Michael they go with CM Punk. Uh, saying he's going to mentor Darby Allen. And then Sting comes out and says, but I'm mentoring Darby Allen. And then <laughs> CM Punk and Sting get into a, uh, get into it about who's going to, for custody of, for, cust- for custody of Darby Allen. And then we have Darby Allen on a forklift match. Uh, you know what? That's booking of the year right there. And then Darby Allen does the, the, the casket drop off the coffin drop off of the forklift and says, I don't need a mentor. And then he's on his own. You know, they almost did that with Taz. Remember Taz was trying to get Darby on his team. And then also, yeah, I got somebody I'm fine. And then it was stick. Yeah. So you're not too far off. Well, (laughs) there you go. How about that? I'm going to go with punk too, but we've been talking about a heel turn. Does it happen after this match, or do we play it longer? No. Not in Chicago. Not in Chicago. Chicago. He's still riding the wave. They're putting him on every TV show they have. But, you know, think about Britt. We were talking about Britt offline the other day. She's kind of that stone-cold person right now who's the heel. The The cool heel. The cool heel. And, I mean... You know, Britsburg, her hometown. She's the heel, if but he, she goes over big. Does Punk go over big as a heel in Chicago? If he keeps, you know, if he keeps like, I was I was watching it the other day and I was like, oh, this is why I don't like CM Punk. <laughs> because he milks the like crowd, you know, uh, at every entrance. He sits there and waits, you know, he drinks it all in. So I always think he's a heel, but um, I don't think it happens in Chicago. I don't. I just think the the pop for his win in Chicago is going to be insane. I think it's yeah. going to rival yeah. that of the of the entrance. So, but one be- day I think I think Punk's better as a heel. To be honest with you, yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a good match. I'm hoping out, holding out for a good match. Um, I want to see it. Say, I thought you were going to say, I'm hoping out for like the return of the straight edge society. Ooh, well, they got Serena Deeb in there and they got, um, what's Big his name? LG, yeah. Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows. It could happen. You never know. <laughs> All right. And now we go into the last match. Uh, Kenny Omega, Christian Cage. Whoo. Man, I tell you what, they've used Christian perfectly 
haven't they? Um, with, you know, making him a formidable opponent, having him win the title off of win the impact title, associate him. It's a way to, 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 to build him up without affecting the AEW title picture. Right. I'm shocked. This isn't for the impact belt too. Yeah. For all of the whole thing. I'm shocked. Yeah. I, it feels like it should be, but maybe part of the deal is that they want is that, you know, uh, impact gets Christian for, for a while. Um, Which is good for him too, I think, because it's good for impact. Well, yeah. I think it's good for both. Cause I think it's good for AEW. Cause what else do you do with it? Like, yeah, it's getting crowded. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you get star power, you get legitimacy, you get a, a champion, mm-hmm. um, wrestling your champion and um yeah i'm for it I, I do think omega wins i think omega retains um but i think it's going to be another great match i mean they put on a great match that first one the first match or the first rampage mm-hmm. when christian ended up winning i think it's going to be a great match and i'm looking forward to it definitely yeah i no, it's, I think it's going to be a great match. I think it will suffer from the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. I think that mm. match is going to be so outstanding that it's like 1A, 1B. Yeah. Um, I don't see any way that Christian wins. Um, but maybe I'm – oh, and, and I, I will say, I think they made the best out of a bad situation with Hangman not being able to be there because his child is being born this week. Right. So – I think they did a lot with with what they had. I still hope uh, Hangman gets the title off of Kenny. However, I think once Kenny wins, the only way, the only fitting way to debut Daniel Bryan is in this spot. Bryan Danielson. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask. That was going to be my next question is, We've been talking about Brian Danielson and everybody. All signs are pointing to him debuting here. And is this the spot for him to debut in? Yeah. Well, let's let let's let Matt uh, give his prediction. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then go there. Sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Well, I'm going to go with Kenny, like you guys. Um, and I was actually thinking. And I'm glad you brought up <coughs> Daniel Brian Brian Danielson. Um, <laughs> it's going to be so annoying. Yeah. Or- uh, Jr. Jr. has no chance. He's no gonna call chance. It. He, he called Paul White Big Show like three times yeah. on Dynamite last Wednesday. Well, you notice though, he's also announced he's moving slowly away from announcing and more behind the scenes stuff. So, Jr. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that though, because I was thinking, is this another opportunity if you're going to bring in Adam Cole that he has mm. an impact or at least a presence in the Bucks match? And then he comes out and has an impact or a presence in this match. But I think having... Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Have him kind of be the specter over over the whole show of every yeah. match. I that, do love that. Any elite yeah, match. that is really cool. Every time the elite comes out or something has a match, happens. something happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But it's, barring it's that, I think that it'd be the perfect spot for... for uh, uh, whoever we're calling him these days, uh, the American Dragon, the American Dragon, yeah, Miss Mr. Bella, um, Mr. Bella, <laughs> uh, this Bella. would be the perfect spot for him to come out. But yeah, I think it could be fun to have uh, 
uh, like you said, that specter of coal hanging over the entire pay-per-view. Oh man, I love that. I really I love, love that. I that's like the best the best call of the of the show today. Yeah, really nice. That's nice, Matt. I like that a lot. You keep the ghost thing going, yeah, you know, in the direction, but it's like not crazy. <laughs> Light like lights like the lights flash on and off or something in the in the um uh, in the middle of like the cage match or whatever, and then it's like what what's happening? And then yeah. Oh, that's great. I really love that. Just uh, know if you see a monster energy drink at any point in like Kenny or the Bucks match, that is an allusion to how they killed Adam Cole. Right. Because yeah. they poisoned the monster drink, right? Right. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Old school. I went back and old school BTE. Old, uh, yeah, old BTEs. To uh, to get ready for it, but I do think he. I think it's too much to do Adam Cole. But maybe they switch it. Maybe they say Adam Cole first, and then Brian Danielson in New York, which is kind of fitting as well. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you only get one this pay per view. Yeah, you know the other reason I'm almost hesitant to think it's going to be uh, Brian is because it's Punk's first match since coming back. Hmm. And I don't know if you want to overshadow his big return to the ring with bringing somebody else in, which for me, Adam Cole makes more sense. Not to say Adam Cole's not a big name, but for a lot of casual folks, he's not the same as Brian. Yeah. If, well, I, yeah. Go ahead. if, if, I, if I was doing Brian, it would be Kenny wins the title back. You know, he says, I've beaten everybody, all that stuff. Just as the show is going off the air, Brian Danielson comes out to the top of the ramp. Everybody goes crazy. It goes dark. And then you get that huge rating bump for what's going to happen on Dynamite. You know, I don't think it's a, I don't think they even speak. I don't think they do anything. I think he just shows up. Uh, and so you don't overshadow the first match. Mm. You just let that speculation feed the rest of the week. So one thing we're forgetting is that if if Daniel Bryanson Daniel Bryanson There you go. We'll just we'll geez, go with that. This is this is going to be terrible. <laughs> Brian Danielson and Adam Cole were to both debut. They would that would then be three debuts cuz we're all predicting that Ruby Soho Ruby, will debut. Yeah. Um yeah, whew, man, I I just um I don't know. I, I feel like it would be right for either one of them to debut. And When's, I really, really want them to do the ghost thing. But Yeah, the ghost thing would be the best. How how long till full gear? Is that November? Uh so what's the September? Yeah, I think November. I think that's right. Because that's not that long to do you know, to wait a little bit to bring somebody else out when you already have the main draw of CM Punk's, uh, you know, first match. You know, I think that can, that highlights a pay-per-view on its own. Or is it January? Is Full Gear January? I don't remember. They do quarterly, right? Yeah, well, we only got four, so let's see. Full Gear... I don't know. Last I'm not sure. Someone November, someone looked November, that up. November 6th. Oh, okay. Well, then it probably will be November still. 
Um, Wouldn't it be fun if they did the Spectre thing up until full gear? Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, that'd be a great way to, a great thing to lead up to and, and, uh, you know, in, in their, the weekly shows. They did such a good job with like telling you that Punk was going to debut without telling you that I feel like they should do that again with all these other guys. Right. Which they kind of have with Daniel Bryanson. Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, whatever his name is. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bella. Let's just call him Mr. Bella for ease. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've kind of done that. I mean, Punk has basically all but said it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, he said on one of... Uh, oh, okay, so here's a thought. Punk goes over and in his match with Darby Allen, and then Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryanson, I'm just going to call him that, comes out and challenges him. And so here's why I say that. Because in an, in an interview that he did this week, Punk said he has always said that the one guy who could get him to come back for match, if he could have anybody, it would be Brian Danielson. Uh, so not Daniel that, Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, Brian Daniel Bella. Bella. <laughs> uh, so that could be that could be where that happens. Yeah, that could be where that happens. You know what? I wouldn't be freaking surprised if Tony Khan just debuts everybody, right? <laughs> let's do like let's go all out. He's never disappointed us before, right? Nice pun there. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's go all out at all out, and let's just bring everybody on out. Come on, I mean, let's let's really you know they've got a lot of momentum. There's a lot of people. I'm I'm interested to see the numbers for the buys on this. We know the gate's going to be crazy good, but I'm interested to see the buys for this, right? And to see if the momentum of of like basically a million a week viewership with Dynamite and like almost kissing a million on Rampage can carry over into pay-per-view and if people are actually going to buy the pay-per-view. There's I mean, no if, that, if that's gonna that's gonna this, translate. This is gonna be the highest bought pay per view in AEW history. There's yeah, just no which, way. Which, which why wouldn't you? If they know that, why wouldn't you at this point ride the wave and and just pull out all the stops? Well, that that's why I think you do the quick debut of one of them, probably Brian, at the end of the show, so that it feeds the rest of your network. Yeah, that's that's smart. That's smart. You know. Yeah. Versus just we'll give it all away. We shall see. We shall see. Is that the final match? That was it? That is. So I'm going to recap here. Uh, okay. Worth has got uh, Thunder Rosa with Ruby Soho as the surprise entrant. Paul White, John Moxley, Miro, the Young Bucks, Britt Baker, DMD, MJF, Punk, and Kenny Omega. Michael's got Julia Hart with Soho. Uh, Paul White, John Moxley, Miro, the Lucha Brothers, Britt, Jericho, Punk, and Omega. And I've got Red Velvet with Soho, White, Moxley, Eddie Kingston, the Bucks, Britt, Jericho, Punk, and Omega. And all of us have thrown around the specter of 
Mr. Bella and Adam Cole appearing in <laughs> various ways, uh, along with Lana, who may theoretically. Oh, yeah. Well, so. <laughs> what if the big debut was Lana? Basically, yeah, that's exactly. It's like the ghost that keeps haunting, and everybody thinks it's Adam Cole, but really it's Lana. Lana. <laughs> Britt Baker just brings out her boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Lord. Uh, Do we think Andrade will have a match? I don't think so. I, I think he probably won't. Mm. Which mean, is a shame because there was all these rumors that Flair was going to show up with him. Yeah. Well, you know, it. you could also see... Um, Andrade coming out and like doing a promo and Ric Flair strutting out there with him and Ric Flair cutting some promo and saying, no one can touch him. No one, you know, all this kind of stuff, talking a lot of trash. And then out comes Daniel Bryan. That would be very cool. Daniel Bryanson. Daniel (laughs) Bryan, Bryan's men's. Uh, I would like Bella. if, If I could, if I could redo it, I really hope they do Flair with Andrade and then at some point, it's Darby and Sting. Ah, uh, man. Okay, I would, l- I would love that, that yeah. little showdown, right? That moment. It's like the moment we had with, um, with Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson coming face to face, right? Right. And that kind of, we know Tony Khan loves to tickle the old, uh, the old school, um, itch over there, right? And and so. Um, that would be a lot of fun. I I would love it. I would love it for sure. I think right yeah. now we've written this pay per view into like a four and a half hour event. <laughs> yeah, or, it's like or, a wrestle. It's mean, like a WWE event. Yeah, like a. <laughs> it's like a like a the seven hour WrestleMania, right? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. I already... I, do, I prefer a, a Crown Jewel versus WrestleMania though. So okay, yeah. uh, you you. <laughs> You you would. hide your time. Okay. It's coming. Uh, you mean you like you like pay per views that are on it Thursday morning at eleven o'clock? Cool. With with like a bunch of people not paying attention in lawn chairs. Yeah, recliners. <laughs> there That's because good. they've been ordered to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy. Um, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to throw out a little bit of trivia. I oh. saw, the, saw this a while ago and was just stunned. Um, this was put out by ESPN. The N- New Japan Bullet Club shirt previously held the record with 35,000 sold over seven years. The new CM Punk shirt sold more in less than three days, on pace to reach more than 100,000. Orders whoa, have come in whoa. from as far away as Malta, Malaysia, and the United Arab Emirates. Dang. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't going to be a heel anytime soon. Yeah, definitely not. T-shirts and ice cream are going to keep him fat and happy. That was awesome. Man, that's incredible. I I hope my ringer tea, I'm waiting on my <laughs> my confirmation email that my ringer tea is on this way, but I have a feeling it'll be a little bit a little bit of time. Apparently they ordered like every ringer tea in the United States that they could find from any distributor. Um, and literally had to find them all over the country to, to get them, uh, to get them to 
Chicago so that they could print on them. Man, how how much does pro wrestling tees love CM Punk? How much do they love AEW? Yeah, that's that's the truth. I mean, good grief. I mean, didn't they set uh, a merch record at the last? Was it uh, the Rampage where Punk debuted and was 200000 just oh, in yeah. merch? Yeah, yeah he, he broke it. Yeah, that's because they ran out. They could have sold way more than that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't have anything else. Um, if y'all don't have anything else, we can we can wrap it up here. The only thing I've got is that some clubs are holding all the gold right now in AEW until them Lucha Bros come around. Some clubs are adding new members down in Impact. But the Casted Club is for life. For life. Peace out. Daniel Bryanson. With a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life.